the Dadcast, episode 30. Now with more rawness. This week's show is brought to you in part by Audible. To find out how to get your free book, visit us at twofatdads.com forward slash audible. Nearly live from the Wendy House studios of Valois Bay, it's the Two Fat Dads Dadcast. I'm Francois Fortier. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Canuck. And joining me in the studio, as usual, is Mr. Stefan Deneau, all settled in and uh, playing his WoW as usual. What level are we on now, Steph? What are we doing tonight on the WoW? We're at the Howling Ford. We're trying to finish the uh, a couple of quests. A couple of quests. What, what, okay, what are the quests? The quests that I'm looking at doing are to all the squirrels that I've loved before and what? to all the squirrels <laughs> who shared my life. <laughs> that, that gentle chuckle in the background is coming from Mr. Ben Bilodeau all the way from his manoir on the Richelieu River. How, River? You? How, How are you tonight? Not too bad, thanks. Are you wowing? Have you picked up chess or something? Are uh, you playing some kind of like StarCraft game on your side of the, no, the, sir, the pond? No, sir, I do not. Thank God. Oh, are you drinking any scotch? Actually, I'm on coffee. You're on coffee. What kind yeah. of coffee are we drinking? Uh, let's see. This is Ethiopian. Okay. Ethiopian Strong coffee. stuff. All right. Love it. All right. Also in the studio, and he's keeping very quiet for some reason. It must be the St. Ambrose he's drinking tonight. Mr. Stephen Magoo, how are you? I'm well. How are the interwebs tonight? The interwebs are fast. 15 megabits down, baby. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Stephen, um, you, you, you obviously got a free case of swag left on your door because I mentioned McCausland. That's fantastic. Thank you very much, McCausland. Uh, no, I bought this. Oh, you bought it. Okay. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Does, does McCausland know that uh, that the uh, the beer sponsorship is still open on the Two Fat Dads Dadcast? If they have a Twitter account, they will. Okay. Well, we'll we'll, we'll mention that um, very soon. Uh, <laughs> it is up for a sponsorship. And if you're another big brewery and you want to be sponsor our show, give McCausland a run for their money. We can be swayed. It's beer after all, right? So <laughs> you can be you can be a small brewery too. Like a small brewery, uh, we'll like take that a, too. like maybe a brewery uh, on the plateau uh, who make uh, fine beer. Uh, like a maybe a whitish colored beer with a horse on the on the label. Who knows? Uh, it's up to you guys to decide. Gr, we settle. <laughs> what GF is trying to say is we're not prejudiced. We'll ourselves <laughs> sell. We'll sell ourselves to, we'll sell ourselves to anybody. To. Mm. Well, almost for sure, man. Uh, if you're a beer with a bear on it, uh, antlers. Uh, if there's a lion, I don't care. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Everyone's welcome in my jungle. So. <laughs> So this is the big show, the big 3-0, three seasons of, of podcasting, uh, show number 30, and um, I'm looking at the show notes, and we must have expired every single topic on the list, because it's looking pretty bleak, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's why that's why we're gonna we're gonna press Steph for some some WoW updates. Uh, I want to know how his Pegasus is flying through the sky or whatever he's using these days. I have no idea. Um, I've, I've told you guys join the game if I want to get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Uh, anyway, so I'm I'm actually really really uh, pleased this week. I, I did a, a small interview uh, yesterday uh, in French, so it will be the first uh, balado in French uh, from us or from me with. Um, Alexis Corneillet, who is uh, the, one, the coordonnateur uh, des bénévoles, the volunteers coordinator for Il Sans Fil, which is a, a wireless um, provider across Montreal in cafes and on, on big uh, urban strips of the metro, uh, on the trains and, um, and downtown. 
they're, they're branching out slowly out west as well. And we talked a little bit about a new concept that he's trying to launch off, something called like a, a more or less of a podcast cafe um, or a balado cafe, uh, where basically uh, podcasters would be able to go to a, a coffee house and, and carry out an interview um, pretty much like we did with uh, with Pierre Luc Petitclerc, uh, but be able to benefit from uh, good quality mics and a, a more or less of a quiet or a, or a subtle kind of like environment, and then go home at the end of the evening with uh, an SD card or compact flash flash card full of their WAV files, and then go home and edit their podcast. Um, there could be some studios there as well for actually recording, um, you know, doing some of the editing yourself. But we all know that you know it's always pretty good to take some some recul, as they say, some uh, some uh, to come back away from the show after a while listen to it again and make sure everything everything is what you actually wanted to do so it's a project he's he's thinking of of of, of launching uh, we talked it over a little bit yesterday it will be a special edition dad cast on on this network um on this podcast feed i should say and uh if you speak french look out for it if you don't speak french look out for it anyways it could be interesting <laughs> you could try to like pick out the words you recognize <laughs> a number of times i slipped and i said an english word by accident so um so enjoy that if you if, if you if you want um in the project is great maybe we'll have him on and, and he'll do a, a bit about it in, in english as well at one point um, so basically, that was it. Really, I had I'm um, I kind of guess I burnt out all my uh, my creative energies yesterday. <laughs> as sad uh, as that sounds, as sad as it sounds, but I did want to talk about all the stuff that we've done over the last three seasons. Some of the topics that we've uh, we, we we've we've gone over. Uh, maybe that any, if any of you guys want to want to come back to them a little bit and and uh, update them or uh, or stuff like that, like. Uh, for one, I want to know if 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 Steph's going to build another rink in his garden this year. Absolutely, absolutely, boys. Absolutely. And you're all you're all invited. I cannot wait to do it. It's going to be uh, pretty much fence to fence from uh, neighbor to neighbor. I've actually asked one neighbor to tear his, his fence down. He uh, wasn't keen on the idea. <laughs> no, so really, I said, eh? "That's fine. You can't skate on it either." Is that the neighbor whose fence is falling down, anyways? Yes. <laughs> one good slap shot, eh? And that thing's down. And that's what I'm thinking. Okay, good. Are you going to put boards up? I'm going to put a few boards on one end because I've got a couple of trees there. So I've got a couple of boards that I've already uh, picked out. It's rotting wood, but it's pretty good on one side. So it just needs to last one season anyways. I, I bet you there it's only rotting because you didn't have them in Steve's wood rack. You know, and I think that's what it is. And um, But I don't know. Would his wood rack have protected it? You know, would it kept the wood dry? I have one two by six of rest, Western Red Cedar left. So if that could help, um, happy to contribute. But uh, are you, I will I will take that offer you and offer you a beer for that. I, I Done have, deal. Oh, that, that's a that's a great deal. I, so I, you just, know what? I just might take have... one of Eric's beers. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got one here for you. Hang on, guys. All right. So um, I actually actually I've I've got a question for Steve. I mean, uh, I I've been trying to. Um, to to look at the uh, the webcast you're doing of the of the of how the the cedar uh, the cedar rack is progressing, and I haven't seen much difference lately. I mean, it's got some wood in it, but are there any improvements, or is it just because your webcam's died? Uh, the webcam is frozen, okay. um, and it's more of an artistic choice than a functional choice. Um, <laughs> I just want people to come back and uh, want more. But no, I've 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 made a slight upgrade to it. Uh, nothing structural, but I covered the top of the wood pile with uh, uh, a tarp. So the sides are breathing, the, and it's only the top two feet. But I put some eye, uh, eyelet uh, lag bolts in, uh, uh, three of them, and a nautical cleat to tie down a rope with. So Jeez. I basically 
<laughs> I, I anchor the rope on one of those uh, lag bolts and put it up and through and around the uh, the tarp, and then I tie it down on the cleat. So as the woodpile goes down, the tarp follows it down, and it just keeps tightening the rope, you know, shortening the length. So that way I don't have to worry about bungee cords and long ones and short ones and all this other stuff. I can't so, believe I just told you guys this. But you know, anyways, you know, you know, what's, you know what's sad is that it's, it's a typically over-engineered engineering project that's only going to... Hold wood. <laughs> you know, I've got a question for you, Steve, though. Yeah. Uh, I know that you're not planning on moving anytime soon, but are you drafting up or are you writing up a manual on how to use this for the next person who buys your house? <laughs> yes, really. Uh, it, it'll probably more like a web, uh, like a video diary uh, format. <laughs> I'm probably not going to write anything out because I'm thinking, you know, 20 years down the road, maybe people won't be wanting paper anymore. You know, maybe I'll just get a dedicated Kindle uh, and put an ebook on it. Perhaps with the plans and the how tos and all that, uh, and I bet you've got a plan as how are you going to protect that and how are you going to keep the batteries safe for twenty years, right? Well, you're probably going to use some kind of solar panel on top of the tarp to actually, and 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 you know that's not a bad idea because you've got all that space you could use. You've got at least I don't know like five six feet. You could put some nice solar panels on that. Um, I was thinking a small wind farm. A wind yep, farm, not a bad idea. Okay. <laughs> that could work. That could work. The only concern is for migratory birds. Um, we get a lot of, uh, you know, blue jays and cardinals in the backyard. And, you know, if they hit the wind fans, uh, you know. Uh, no, the blades won't be long enough. You're okay. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're an expert on that, Mr. Berge. What, uh, you, you, uh, from the Matan region, you, uh, you pretty much uh, are used to those kind of like uh, wind, wind, wind turbines. Any, any kind of expertise you can give our good man over here? Uh, well, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, okay. it costs too much. Okay. Yeah. If you're going to get – the only thing you can get these days to generate something that's equivalent to about 600 watts to 800 watts will cost you 800 bucks. Right. On the market, you know, for a house, not for commercial enterprises or whatever, but just for, you know, everyday home. Look at the prices. It's insane. So if I got, let's say, a little water turbine and placed it, say, downstream of a hockey uh, ice rink in a backyard, <laughs> how, many, how many watts do you think I could kick out of that? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> well, if it was like a big, bigger rink? Bigger rink? A bit more than not much. Oh, okay. You, you, know, what yeah. I, you know what I'm wondering is that, is that, you know how ice is mostly see-through, right? What if you took the, um, the, the surface of an outdoor ice rink like that and underlaid it completely with solar panels? It wouldn't work. And, the, and your biggest problem is because the solar panel is a dark color, when the it sun's out, it'll ice. melt it. Right. And that's the, that's the problem with people putting lines on okay. their uh, rink on the outside, just so you know. That and uh, the solar panels are very uh, sensitive. So you wouldn't want to have anything on them. Um, uh, back at McGill, when they were doing the solar car competitions every year, I was talking to one of the guys, and he was saying how if you if you put a fingerprint on a solar cell, it loses eighty percent of his of the photovoltaic potential. So basically, you just knocked eighty percent of the capacity out of that cell. So I would hate to think we're putting an ice right, rink on top right. of one even, of those. Even if would you do. had like um, uh, a buffer layer of air, and maybe uh, and that you could be refrigerated air, keeping it keeping the ice cool. And and uh, so I over-engineered my wood pile. And this well, you brought it up. You wanted to put a freaking turbine on your roof. You know what do you want me to say? Don't forget the the rink is still not. Although water can be see through, 
your rink will not be uh, the glass will be uh, not be clear enough for the light to get through. Well, well, I read somewhere that if you put if you put solar panels on your roof, um, even in the winter with it with the amount of snow, you'll still be capturing uh, you'll still be capturing a lot of light energy. I like that French captain. Nice. Cap- capturing, 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 yeah. capturing. Uh, you know Capture. what. <laughs> Captain, uh, yeah. I started the scotch early tonight. What do you want me to say? Okay. <laughs> so you're well, capturing the the, the light, uh, anyways, even through all that snow, and it's not it's not completely ineffective. I think what would happen is the the because the the roof is black or darker color, and it it, it you know absorbs the heat. It would probably melt the outlying snow around it and permit the. Uh, the solar panel to shine through, and that's why they say that it'll work. I don't know if it, if the sunlight okay. will go through the ice. I think there's too much refraction from you know I, ice, you know. Um, from the well, that was my first thought. My first yeah, thought yeah. was immediately was refraction. Like, uh, how could you not think about refraction? And then I thought, and then you know, I kept reading. I kept reading, and uh, it didn't seem to mention too much about refraction. So I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to try and dig that up. And uh, also, the first thing you w- might want to do is to check with the city bylaws to see if you're allowed to have one. What, a wind turbine or a solar panels on your roof? Both. Well, how would they know so, if you have solar panels? If you put on the on the on the on the, I guess if you put it on the side that's not facing the street, would it even matter? Well, yeah, <laughs> they'll see it be, from behind. Yeah, really, it has to be southerly oriented. Okay, whichever happens. But there's a lot of municipalities out there who don't accept uh, anything on the roof. Would they really object to that? A solar panel yeah. on the roof? Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they oh, yeah. object to that. That doesn't and make it, any sense. Well, okay, to be a conspiracy theorist to a point. A lot of people say it's you've been a conspiracy no? theorist. Never, never. A lot of people are saying that it's because Hydro Quebec wants to control all the electricity that goes in and out well, of the you home. Can't, you can't feed back to the Hydro Quebec grid in Canada. That's no, for sure. Obviously, there is no sure. there is no way to live off there the grid no in Quebec. Way. And actually, if you nope. have it, I know this for a fact that if you have a property and there's a hydro line going across it, by law you have to hook up to it, even yes. if you never ever use it. That's right. Hold on. And your statement is that you would never feed electricity back to the network. That's not true. Well, you can't. They're saying that they don't accept it. They don't accept the return energy back. Well, hydro won't, but Ontario do. Ontario actually pay you a lot of money for your electricity. Yes. I think you get uh, 86 cents per kilowatt or something like that. Or hey, That's a lot. That's, that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it is. It's about, it's about five times uh, the going rate. Well, that, also, that's because that's because uh, Ontario doesn't have hydro. I mean, they have a hydro on hydro one, but it's not hydro Quebec. You know, they don't have uh, the massive superpowers that we have. So they, they a monopoly. Can... It's called. Okay. Well, no, they, 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 <laughs> massive they, superpower. Well, you know, I mean, like, there's, a lot, there's a lot of superpower coming out of Quebec. We're selling it everywhere, right? I mean, like, if if it wasn't for for Quebec's hydro, uh, New York City and 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 most of uh, of nor- northern New England would have been completely browned out for for longer than it was a few years ago. I mean, the the infra- I mean, the ice storm in Quebec had a, had one good effect. It, it forced us to to re invest in all of the, the infrastructure we had and basically able to uh, enabled us to export it into other um, other sectors and actually make some money off it. It actually is a profit center, Hydro-Quebec. It's probably the one government agency that isn't losing money on a daily basis. Yeah, so why are they fleecing us so much if they're because so powerful? They they still make, because they're exactly. going to move somewhere else where they're going to charge still, you even more. We still pay less than everybody else in Canada. I mean, I, By I a hate, long shot. I hate. I hate to mention it. I mean, I, you know, like, oh, look, there's that, that Canada lover again. But it's true. We still pay. <laughs> we still pay less than everybody else in Canada, and we complain yeah, about we it. Do, but still, that's not true. Well, who who pays less than us? The city of Winnipeg. From what I understand, the city of Winnipeg is the cheapest. Has the cheapest electricity. Then it's the province of Quebec. Because half the time, Winnipeg's underwater. <laughs> 
No, it's under mosquitoes. And, black flies. and then underwater, right? So, so they got to give them something. But yeah, it's still, but, uh, I mean, it's still ridiculously low. I mean, and, and you know, the, the big thing is you're saying it's cheaper than anywhere else. We still don't know how to sell it properly. We still don't exactly. know how to We lose it all it. the That's time. That's the big thing. Oh. We lose it. We, we, lose, we lose stuff all the time. And then, you know, we, well, and then we have... You can't we have store s- it in a drum, right? You exactly. actually have to build lines to, to carry it. And, you know, the electricity that you sell in Quebec... Is it the same electricity that ends up in in Arizona or, or you know in Illinois? No, not really. It's just it's it's kind of what uh, the guys at um, oh was that uh, company that went belly up in the states there? Um, Enron. Enron. <laughs> they, they basically were trading in in energy, right? So you bought ten barrels of oil. Well, the ten barrels of oil you bought weren't the ones that got delivered. It was all virtual. Uh, you know, at some point, the electricity hits the New York grid. Electricity leaves the New York grid and goes somewhere else. It's not the Quebec electricity, right? It's it's electricity. So, yeah. you know, we're basically feeding into one side, and then somebody's feeding something out the other. But it's not it's not Quebec electricity at that point, even though it's the next state over, maybe that's buying it. So, but if you were, you were able to put it in a barrel or have an efficient fuel cell or something that could store converted energy and transport. We'd be pumping. We'd be. We'd have. We've had uh, hydro dams at every street corner in Quebec. But right now, we have enough for our population and uh, a times one or a times two for export, and that's about it. Yeah, but it's not like we're building uh, systems that you know near the lines that go to the states and say, well, let's just measure how much we're selling and how much is being is being pushed through. Because you can measure that. You can measure. You know, we've got these these things. I don't know if you have that behind your house. It actually tells you how much you've consumed. Oh yeah, that thing that goes round and round. Oh, that, yeah, that, yeah, that that meter yeah. I'm supposed yeah. to call Hydro it's up every really month and tell them how much I actually used because they don't want to, they don't want to come into my house anymore. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is is if New York buys it from us, there's a wire that goes from here to New York, and they're buying the electricity from us, right? Yep. But if New Hampshire is buying the electricity. It's probably going through New York State or or, or or Vermont or something, and it's getting there. But they don't have a direct line to the Quebec grid. They're getting it off of somebody else's grid, uh, you know, and it, it's still the electricity they're buying from us. But, you know, it's not like we can put the stuff in a barrel, right? So our lines have only so much what about, capacity. What about little batteries? What about we, we, we stockpile them to little batteries and send those out? That's no. fantastic. No, no, but, no, but the, what the I'm solution is, was <laughs> superconductors, but they, it, they have to be so cold that it doesn't work. You're absolutely right, Steve. Well, it would work in Canada because it's always so freaking cold no, up here. we're not in minus 271 degrees here in Canada. That's not have you exact. been to the tip of Canada? Because I haven't, and I've been told it's pretty damn cold. That's pretty damn cold, but it's not minus 271 degrees, is <laughs> okay, it? Okay, all right. All right. I'll Listen, stop, I'll stop the channeling Bob and Doug there for a minute. <laughs> let's, let's put it this way. At the tip of Canada, we have to put our jacket on, okay? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, well, you do, not me, because I'm hard. You've already got it on. <laughs> oh, that was below the belt. Is that where the jacket is? Yeah. Sorry, is, well, it's got to Because you're wearing three pairs of pants at that point. That's that's not even funny anymore. Anyways, my point being is that we only have so many wires leaving the province. Exactly. And that limits the amount of electricity that can leave our province for sale. And it's not like we can say, well, we'll put a barrel of oil and send it to uh, Arizona so that they can consume it. We can send a, we can sell a watt of electricity off to New York, and where it goes from there, we don't know. But we know we can only send so many of them down the pipe before our our, our network is uh, at capacity. So maybe we have to build more wires that leave. But there's a limit to what we can sell based on the capacity of the out, uh, of the leaving wires. Right? The wires yeah. Agreed. No, agreed. But 
as you stated, we're, the, the, we're making so much money with that that why can't we spend money to generate more money? Exactly. And it's not like people are saying, well, we need electricity this year, but next year we don't think we're going to need it. <laughs> no, it's just pretty much. <laughs> I wish it was like that, though. I, I, no, you know what? I really wish that we could all have these self-sufficient homes that would be able to like, you know, feed back into the grid if we need to. And then you know, we take out maybe three cents a year, but we contribute maybe $450 a year. You know? I would love that. That would be awesome. I would, I would, I would put all kinds of stuff all over my house for that. You know, I'd power but, but my the Tesla. Reality, that the I reality is, if you look at the Ontario model... They're paying or overpaying by four, five, six times for what the actual going rate of the electricity is. But the to put those cells on your house to get that power, it's like a fifteen or a twenty year payback, even at those elevated rates. Yeah. So it's very expensive. It's very expensive, and not many people keep their houses that long to actually see it. So you either want to do good, or believe that you're going to be in the house for twenty one years. Right. Yeah. And don't forget, they do have a life. They they have a life expectancy. Yeah. Maybe eighteen years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which like, is not I great. was gonna make money next I week. I was just gonna. <laughs> and, and that's that's the big issue too. Is like unless you're you're one of these kind of people that can actually float this kind of stuff, it doesn't matter. You know, you you drop you drop sixteen here, you drop sixteen there, you drop whatever how many thousand dollars it is here and there. It it really doesn't make any economic sense. You have to really want to do it because you want to do it. You're not doing it because hey, it's a good idea. Right. It's the same kind of thing about the people who drive. Uh, who drive, uh, you know, Priuses and hybrid and, and hybrid, well, expensive hybrid cars like the Lexus hybrids and and uh, and those things. Teslas. They're they're ex- well, Teslas is electric altogether, but I mean, those are expensive cars. You have to do it because you want to do it, not because you think you're going to recuperate any kind of money here or there. Because the initial outlay of, of one of those cars is incredibly expensive, and nobody knows how much it's going to be to to get that thing replaced down the line or repaired down the line. Yeah, but why don't we? Or Even how harmful that car is for the environment as well. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. Don't do it. I'm just saying that a lot more work has to be done and it has to be subsidized. And that should be subsidized by the government, not trying to bail out GM and Ford. Too late. Well, yeah. Actually, Ford didn't take any money, did they? So it's no, GM no, and Chrysler. Yeah. We, we still haven't seen the vault. And, and from what we hear, it's not going to be a true hybrid anyways. Took from the poor and gave to the rich. Yeah, well, it's always been like that in, in, when it comes to taxes, right? Anyway, yeah, so. this was in your face. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. But I mean, you, I, and I, wrote, I wrote something about this a long time ago on the website, that if ever, ever, though, any of those big three were to go down, it'd be, it'd be the Great Depression in America. Because the entire economy, it basically uh, survives on feeding those three companies. You've got finance companies, you've got uh, parts companies, you've got distributors, you've got resellers, you've got this incredible network of, of companies that are, have been built on trying to support the, 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 the big three, that if, the big th- if any one of those big three went down, you wouldn't only just take down the people in the big three, but it would take down everybody else as well that, that, that support that, that ecosystem, like sad ecosystem. Mm. For me, it's like, you know what? They built that mess? Fine. Get out of it. Let them sort it out. Let them go through another depression. Let them learn that you don't build one, you know, just one industry in, in your life, you know? We, we suffered this with Nortel a few years ago, you know? Uh, you know, we had, oh, great hopes for Canada. Nortel's the future. And it crashed and died. Did get, they get bailout money? No. No, they crashed. And no. And, and what are you left with, Steph? I can't say it. <laughs> you don't. You, you still have no idea how much those, those those stocks are worth. 
How about that? How about this? I'm I'm left with sweet seal all. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. clean well, tag. Actually, okay. Actually, the, stock, the stock's worth nothing right now. Is it's uh, is it is it tradable still, or do they get past that threshold? Because at one point they were threatening to 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 de to delist them, right? Because they were, um, their their value had dropped uh, past a certain point, right? Their share price had dropped. Did they ever get delisted or relisted afterwards? I think they're delisted. I don't think they're they're there anymore. I think they they they. Well, I couldn't be sure because I haven't been following it because you know my I sold them before I they were. Oh, you sold them? Did completely. you? I thought you kept oh. you kept a hold of a few of them just for laughs' sakes. No, I sold them because I needed to declare some some losses to offset some of the gains I had elsewhere. Okay. <laughs> in WoW or in real life? <laughs> With Enron. <laughs> And Worldcom. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Uh, when, how come The Economist isn't in on this show? You know, where, where is Eric on this show? How come he's not schooling us? He in? got a code. Oh, he got a dear. flu, he said. Yeah, he's got a bad flu. Get well soon, Eric. Uh, and by the way, Steve is the one who took that beer. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> as long as it's replaced by the time he comes back. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, sorry, so, Steve. I wouldn't want to rat it, but rat you out. So apparently, no, I got, you outed and ratted me out all in one sentence. So apparently, all of that was to was to explain Stefan's ice rink in his yard this year. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how we got down that rat hole. Well, you know what? It, it, it goes to the point where that's why I didn't put any lines last year. Okay. Because my ba- my backyard, Ben, just so you know, and then Steve, is backyard facing. So in the day... Is backyard facing? Your backyard is backyard sorry, facing? south facing. <laughs> my backyard is south facing. Okay. So that's why I didn't point any, paint any lines this last year, and that is why I'm not going to put any this year. No. Okay. But you're gonna have I, to I want a rink. Some, uh, I, don't wanna, I don't want to mush. You, you know you, you should have, do. If you're going to have what us about over, tape? What about you're going to have stuff? to put some handicap bars around, eh? You know that? <laughs> Only you. I can't, I can't skate. This, so this, 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 this should be out. I know you just got your passport, but that should be that should be call enough to take it back again. Because I can't believe you're 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 an almost forty year old Canadian male who does yeah. not know how, how to, to skate. skate. That's almost as bad as Steph not knowing how to ski. I know how to ski. Okay, well, you know, falling down the hill you very fast it, is not skiing. Yeah. You point it downhill and just you know, it just hope go. you make it there. Uh, this if is, something gets in your way. Steve's turn. very quiet. All of a sudden. Well, no, I'm just thinking about his line thing, and I think I've engineered a solution. Um, you can get some of that <laughs> 3M. Cedar. No, no, no. no. Well, he's already got the last plank. Um, you can get some of that 3M reflectivity uh, uh, material, that stuff that like super reflects, but that doesn't really... Um, uh, uh, you know, they use it in everything now, running shoes and, and all this other tape. stuff. What's that? Solus tape. Yeah, but it's, uh, uh, but 3M branded it. Uh, they exactly. call it ref- reflectivity or whatever. But uh, this stuff's incredible. And you can get it with like a slight different color in it without having a dark blue or dark red. And man, if you go and skate at night and you flash those lights on it, boom, instant lights. Yeah, well, why, why, why don't I just use blue electrical tape? Well, if you uh, want to go that way. but Is that too much red green for you there? <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. I, I just didn't mean to oversimplify the. <laughs> just a thought to the for the uh, for the engineer there. Um, it's great uh, as long as everybody knows how to jump over the tape as they get to it. No, you'll still be under the ice, right? 
It would still be under the ice, Steph. Is that what, is that what he's saying? You lay it down first, and then you pour the ice on top of it. Yeah, my my concerns. You know, it's not a bad idea, but I don't think it's it's so much as the fact that it's it's tape or whatever. It's just because it's a darker color. So your thing would have no, to be... No, it's not. You just here. need it to be subtly different. And then when the light hits it, it is more reflective. What about, what about, what about, what about just projecting ice, lasers ice. on it when it's time to play? Well, now you're just talking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> lasers? What? what? Like laser lines, you know, like you're going up back and forth. And then, you know, it's like, like when they do in, uh, when you're watching football, they, they, they project like an image on top of the screen, right? Well, they, instead of projecting an image, you just project a laser onto the ice. Ooh, and I think Fox are still trying to sell the uh, the comet puck. (laughs) Yes, yes. You think think they'll lend that to me? Probably. (laughs) They'll probably license it to you for a dollar. I don't think NBC is using it. They'll sell. They'll give it away and give you a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Cue cue the Robocop guy saying, "I'll buy that for a (laughs) dollar." No, we weren't going to go there, were we? Thanks there. I got, you know what, that's funny because I, I mentioned um, um, a tweet uh, this last week about the, this RoboCop kid. So this, this dad created like a RoboCop costume for his son and they went into Detroit and did a whole bunch of, of, of wild pictures um, for it. It's on the uh, johnnylecanuck.com uh, website. It's probably like about a week old. So scroll down. I might put a, I'll put a link to it in the show notes as well. But um, so th- there's this kid, he's like about four. Right. And and so he's got the big, big uh, um, he's got this big old uh, uh, Robocop helmet. He's got the armor. It's all kind of like, you know, like kind of skew with kind of looks kind of odd because he's this little kid, but he's Robocop. So they took all these pictures of him in different scenarios. So I thought, that was, you know, it's brilliant photo shoots. There's some really spectacular pictures in there. So I tweeted about it and I got this 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 robo um, the basically this 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 automatic reply thing just basically you know coming back to me and 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 with that guy um the sales guy from robocop so it's a bot of some sort and he just says i'll buy that for a dollar and that and right in my in my in my tweet you know in, in my tweet list and i thought oh that's really weird hmm. interesting so anyways it's bixie snyder bixby snyder and he's the one who says i'd buy that for a dollar and he, and he it's if you go to his his twitter account which is for a dollar, for underscore a underscore a dollar. It's just basically that. It, he, he's like a robot that basically picks up what anybody says about RoboCop and then just tweets out. And just tweets it back. I'd buy that for a dollar. So it's annoying. I, I, it's like one of the words I try never to say on Twitter anymore is stuff like that, like RoboCop, because there's just so many bots on there now. Hmm. But anyway, that's just, just interesting uh, and silly at the same time. So, Steve, just for the record, uh, Stephen Hackett says that we should all have fun tonight um, on our episode 30. He's on the, he's on the Twitter and, uh, and saw your tweet about uh, recording uh, DadCast episode 30, baby. So, just wanted to shout out to Stephen. Thanks again for being on the show. Thanks, Thank you, sir. Thanks for still following us on Twitter. <laughs> Hope you got those courses you wanted to take. <laughs> yes, he's, uh, he's almost finished, I think, eh? We'll have, to, we'll have to ask him how that's going. He's almost going to be a fully-fledged journalist. Should be quite interesting. Should be quite interesting. So what else do we have on the news here? Oh, by the way, um, <laughs> it took uh, two and ten minutes to get my first uh, RoboCop replies uh, on <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> I can't believe you tested that out. <laughs> the first one was I'd buy that for a dollar, which was nice and yeah. expected. And then the second one was a little deeper. It was Old Detroit has a cancer. That cancer is... Oh, oh that's the old man, right? 
Yeah. yeah, I got him. Yeah. I got him the other day too, uh, which is kind of funny because I said I said something stupid. I, I actually tested that myself a few uh, a, a few weeks ago and uh, a few days ago, and I said something about like, uh, uh, oh, I'd buy that for a dollar, and that old Detroit guy picked up on it immediately. So it's an, it's it's interesting. I kind of wish yeah. the Star Wars people would would do that. Instead of RoboCop. I mean, RoboCop wasn't that great of a movie to begin with. And Not according to my tweet. First, my tweet said RoboCop was an awesome movie. It was. And the first one was. It was okay. Oh, yeah. The first one was the good. The first one was. The first one was good. With oh, the, come uh, on. It's, with, it's a classic with Ed 209. And, and, the, and the SUX 5000 car, which is basically a Ford Taurus. <laughs> I just remember the boardroom scene. With what? all the executives and the. Yeah, with uh, the gun down. Ed, I'm very disappointed. Yes. <laughs> Watch it again. Classic. Watch it again. 19, 1987, guys. Okay, download it. Okay, I wasn't 12. I was a little older than that. Uh, watch it again, and you'll see how much it sucks. By the way, the guy who plays Robocop is, uh, is on Dexter this season. Oh, really? And Peter Weller? Yeah, somebody hit him with an old stick. Well, I've Mark Hammond lately. He has, he has not aged well. Have, no. Has anybody seen Mark Hammond lately? Luke Skywalker. Hamill. Hamill. Sorry, Hammond. Hamill. It's almost the same. Mark Hammond. Mark Hammond. People. Mark Hammond was the guy from uh, oh that 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 uh, loves thing there. Uh, no, Moonlighting. No, uh, the other one. Someone. Somebody. Wiki. Mark Hammond. Now. So I, I think don't... you're thinking of Mark Harmon. Yeah. Harmon. There we go. Yeah, and he's on uh, NCIS. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. he is. He is. He used to be on Saint Elsewhere. That's it. It's on, but he was on something else before Saint Elsewhere. Have you, have, you, have you got the wiki up already? Uh, Sledgehammer. Yes, I do. Ben, you should have the wiki on standby. I do. <laughs> Let's name shows from that era, it's like Sledgehammer, American oh, Ninja, Sledgehammer, Manimal. That was terrible. Manimal. Oh my god. <laughs> Awful. <sighs> okay, so you got Saint Elsewhere. Let's get Harry Moonlighting, Summer School. Moonlighting. He was in Moonlighting. I knew he was in Moonlighting. Yeah, but it was four episodes only. So it was, it was, a, right. it was, it was a big deal back then with Sybil Shepard yeah. and Bruce Willis. By the way, that was a fantastic show. Was he on the Hamlet episode? I can't remember. Moonlighting? No, they did a whole uh, episode of Moonlighting Hamlet, in yeah. uh, Iambic Pentameter. <laughs> yes. Yes. Really? <laughs> That's yeah. worth downloading. If uh, Netflix, by the way, if you're listening, Netflix.ca. It's awesome thing. $7. You get all the movies you want. They have lots of old shows. Get Moonlighting for crying out loud. I'd love to see Bruce Willis just sparring with Sybil Shepherd again for just a little bit of time. They hmm. were epic. Those were some, some epic dialogues. Anybody remember? No? Or oh, am yeah. I just talking to the no one, to nobody there? No, no. What's that? It was definitely better than Remington oh, Steel. Oh, Remington Steel was just, was just eye candy. Where was the candy? Well, it apparently was no it was Pierce Bronson. <laughs> well, okay. I was hoping you, know, I was hoping you weren't going to say Stephanie Zimbalist. <laughs> no, it was definitely <laughs> Stephanie Zimbalist. <laughs> Probably oh, better dude. off with Ephraim Zimbalist. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. We won't judge you, Steve. No. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, that's uh, I don't know where that, that one came from, but that's another great. Uh, we'll make it work in post. So what's this about uh, Google Zurich? Uh, it's got some kind of awesome thing. Well, I was talking. I was talking to my sister-in-law who lives she went in to Zurich. Google? No, she almost did actually, but um, uh, she was saying how they have an amazing office there, and I said, "Well, and you know, in California they have a slide." She says, "Oh, they have one in Zurich as well." So she sent me a link, and um, is that her in the slide? No. Oh. And I mean, we'll their office is, 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 is insanely in incredible. 
you know, they have like relax, uh, relax, relax, relaxation rooms where boat. they're looking at fish tanks. There's a boat in a conference room. Yeah, and gondolas. Uh, you know, some people like sit in little gondolas. No way. <laughs> You're right. That's crazy talk. It's it's absolutely <laughs> like if you it, you know this office goes to eleven. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> some go to ten. This one goes to eleven. You know what I like is the, is the Zen bamboo massage massage area with the little rocks and the light. And that's pretty cool too. But uh, did you read about Google? Uh, I think I read about it today. They are giving people um, uh, Christmas bonuses. Oh, really? And paying the taxes on the Christmas bonuses and then giving everybody basically a 10% or better uh, raise really? across the board. And what they realized is people are more concerned with take-home pay than other forms of, uh, of payment. So they, they basically said, okay, well, we're going to take your, your, your planned bonus money and guarantee it in salary. That's fantastic. And, and, and they, they, I think it's, this whole thing is going to cost them like a billion dollars to implement. So what they have, I mean, they that's have, just, they have a few that's to just spare. like, yeah, I mean, that's just like rounding error for them. But uh, I was thinking about that as a 10 percent and uh, and a Christmas bonus. Um, plus, the taxes get paid on the bonus. I'm thinking the taxes are getting paid on the bonus. How do they get away with that? How, how does that not become a taxable benefit? Well, if if they if they don't claim um because taxable benefits, and I'm sure somebody out there is probably screaming, saying, I'm getting this slightly wrong, but a company can give you something, and if they get a tax break on it, you have to pay the tax on your end. So if they pay you the uh, bonus, the government will take their cut from you, and if your company decides to offset that, as long as they don't claim it as a write-off on their side, uh, when tax season goes, then the, then the government's happy. But what happens is most of the time is companies will say, oh, well, we gave you $100 worth of this, so we're, we're claiming it on our taxes, and you end up paying a, taking a tax hit on it because somebody's benefiting from it. Yeah. But if you get a benefit from it, but the company's paying for it out of their end, th- there's ways to, to work around it. So uh, I think at the end of the day, it sort of uh, works itself out. But by the way, Google has an office in Montreal. It's on McGill Avenue. Um, McGill College. And McGill College, sorry, not McGill Avenue. You yeah. <laughs> don't want to get those mixed up again, Steve, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I still feel bad about that. But. Uh, many, many, many moons ago, Steve, uh, Steve was in a hurry and somebody asked him how to get to uh, McGill Avenue and he sent them up <laughs> Mount Royal <laughs> towards, towards McGill College. I, I was in, I was in and she was late for an interview. Here, uh, <laughs> I was, yeah, I was, she was heading to an interview and I was in... Uh, uh, what was that? Vijay Street, kind of near. Yeah. Um, great, uh, great, great area, by the way. Near the Bell Towers. Uh, well, it used to be the Bell Tower and Bank National uh, National Bank Tower. And um, uh, we were heading for lunch uh, on a Friday, and somebody says, Where's McGill Street? I said, Oh, you have to go up there, and it's about a 10 minute walk from here. So she ran off in that direction. And I cross the street, I look up the street side, which uh, the street changes from Beaver Hall Hill to McGill Street when yeah. it crosses over. And I was like, Oh, Crap! I sent, her, <laughs> I sent her ten minutes in the wrong direction. But, She's still uh, cursing you now. 
Probably either that or she's VP at some other company or somewhere. But anyway, <laughs> she's wanting she her got, revenge. She got, she got a better job. Uh, yeah. She's saying that. But you can't. You can't. Uh, you can't. Can't uh, stay focused on the past. You got to keep moving forward, right? Okay. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, anyways, they got a great office in Montreal as well. Apparently, it's not as decked out as this one, but they have. Uh, they have very. It's very. Um, just pour rire, like they got a lot of uh, just for laughs uh, um, stuff in there. They got some uh, whoopee cushions. Well, no, no, like you know, they got the. It's very um, um, uh, the colors of the just for last festivals. There's that green guy, the green demon, a lot of places. It's very jovial, very funny kind of a kind of an atmosphere. Um, still sounds kind of lame, actually. Well, you know, they, I think. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, if you're looking... Okay, Google... Okay, you know what? You want to be a a jerk? Go ahead, be a jerk. But Google uh, Google, Google Montreal. Google Montreal office, and you'll see. No, but look. Look at the show notes. You'll see what they do in the Zurich Yeah, that's nice. You look at what they're doing in Mountain View, where they have, like, the on-premises chef, and the massage, and the dry cleaning, and the slide, and all this other stuff. They do the dry cleaning everywhere, by the way. Yeah, and and then you see that they're they're giving you the green monster guy. That's part of it, of the feel, (laughs) when you walk into the building. I'm not saying that's the entire thing for crying out loud okay i'm just mentioning one thing because i'm trying to surf at the as quickly as i can to get to that page and 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 counter your your zurich google with a montreal zoo google nice parry old man nice parry i try (laughs) i try it's not working very well uh where is it oh damn i've montreal mcgill college now I've closed (laughs) (laughs) you're a jerk tonight you know that Magoo? you really are Ten minutes that way. <laughs> yeah, uh, ten minutes that <laughs> North. <laughs> and by the way, uh, Google Montreal, if you are listening, I'm just kidding. And, and, Don't uh, give him any swag, Google. He doesn't deserve it. You know, I mean, if you got a little squeaky toys no. or No, uh, he doesn't jobs, like the green. He doesn't, like, he doesn't like the green monster. He thinks it's stupid and, 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 and that doesn't make any sense. You know what? We know two guys who would love to work there. <laughs> Eric me, and Eric. Me and Eric. <laughs> I'll take a job at Google tomorrow. I'll be there, their professional podcaster. Heck, I'll even I'll, I'll probably even clean the floors. You uh, know what? Think about it. The best job in the world are those guys that get hired as evangelists. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be an evangelist for somebody. I don't want to be religious. I just want to be an evangelist. <laughs> it's true, though. You're absolutely right. Um, so I'm trying to look at uh, look it up, and I can't find it. Uh, I keep getting back to a page of the Gazette. The Gazette has the worst website in the world. The Gazette, you are terrible. Every the Gazoo. Well, it's it's always a page that's expired. You know, they they take <laughs> down their pages. Who does that? The Gazette. They they oh, they're, prote- they're protecting their content. Yeah, but they have, they have, they have, you can go right to the Gazette, go downstairs, and 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 print something protecting off a microfiche. For no money whatsoever, and then the, you know you can't get a gazette. I can go to the library and get every single gazette article I ever wanted. Why are they protecting yeah. it online? It doesn't make any sense. They're just making. Maybe they only have one Drobo for their web server. Probably. And, uh, <laughs> they can't go further than so many. But you know what? You're, 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 I don't like the gazette at all, and I'm uh, anyone who knows me knows that. And I, I'm a big fan, actually, of the Globe and Mail. I, I, I kind of like the, the the content, the style. It's written a little bit less than a, a well, second like grade more, level, more like uh, more like Bell would hipster. write something. <laughs> no, but I mean, like the Gazette it will will refer to people by their first name. And oh, we're the Globe going back and there, Mail, are we? we're going back to the first name problems. Ben, get on yeah, board. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, look. Uh, if you look at, at, at a story in the Globe, and they'll talk about that, like Bernie Madoff or whatever. They'll call him Mr. Madoff, right? Even though the guy just ripped off half the country, 
they, they refer to people by their last name unless they're like royalty, in which case they go by their first name, right, with, uh, with a title. But it's kind of nice to read. It's a little elevated, right? And the, the, the quality of the writing is better. I, I find it's a little less tabloidish. But their website redesign that they did about a month ago is horrible. What, the, the, the Golden Mail? Yeah. Do you, do you, uh, do you download the, um, the uh, iPhone version of the Golden Mail? It's I actually, have the app. It, yeah, the app. It's actually pretty good. But half the time, the articles I'm looking for aren't on the iPhone app version. So you go to the yeah, – I'll, I'll surf at the office. I'll see, oh, what a great headline. I'm going to read that later. I go to it. Top stories, not there. Technologies, not there. Uh, where is you this You have to thing? save them. Oh, you can save them, though. There. But there's a little icon on the picture. You can save it for later. So once you see something you like, you can just hit, okay, I'll read that later. So if I hit it on my desktop saying save it for later ah. and I walk away and I try to read it on my phone, that doesn't work. No, but you know what you could do instead? Uh, install a little plugin um, or a little service and, and sign up for it. And right now, it's called Instapaper.com. It's by a guy called uh, Marco Amont. He is uh, fantastic. And what you do is you get to an article like that, and you basically just say "read later," and you have a little. It's a little. You know, you can install it as a little. You know, bookmark or an actual button on your browser. And then when you get to your iPhone, you hit the you know read later sync button. And it'll go and get all the stuff that you said that you wanted to read later, and then basically present them to them in a text format. So there's an Instapaper app that goes along with the plugin. Yeah, yeah. So there's an Instapaper app you can get as well. You can, you can. There's a free version and there's the um, there's the the paid version. I actually have the paid version. Um, it's not very expensive, and actually Marco is a fantastic uh, programmer and it's an amazing tool. It's like what Delicious could be if they'd removed two or three of the clicks, basically. But uh, it'll let you go back and it actually cache all those things on your iPhone for you. So if you sync your Instapaper every uh, once a day or not, you can go back and you can go have reference to every single one of the articles that you wanted to read. And it actually becomes a very, very good way of reading newspapers on your, on your iPhone. It's uh, downloading now. Oh, look at you, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Magoo. <laughs> Channeling Laporte there, are you? <laughs> this Weekend Magoo. This Weekend Magoo. That's a good show. I really have trouble finding the tour of the Montreal Google office. It's just a picture of the just going on for that. Yeah, because it actually is, was pretty cool. They had a lot of nice stuff. It was very Montreal-y. You know, they, they didn't know not all the toilet bowls were, were shaped like the big O. They had stuff that was actually a lot better than that. Well, basically, as far as Google's concerned, the, the Google office in Montreal is actually a mille de la gauchetière. Okay. That's their, like, fake office, right? That's where... No, they have two offices, actually. There's an AdSense office, and then there's the Google office. Yeah, but I think they try to hide the fun office with well, of course the they boring do. office, of course you know? You want a bunch Otherwise, of- people would show up and never leave, right? Yeah. But I mean, like, when it really suck to be that one employee who works at Google's not fun office. <laughs> <laughs> that would really suck. There's, a, there's an office in Toronto as well, apparently. Yeah. I found that one easily. Of course, Toronto is the center of every universe in the world. So, In the capital of Canada. Yeah. Not according to my wife's citizenship test. Any results yet? Nope. I think uh, we're still got another month and a half to go. Oh, here we I go. I bumped into your wife this weekend. Did you? You were sleeping in or something. Yeah. No, I wasn't sleeping in, actually. Uh, nice try, though. Uh, no, you, <laughs> your computers were failing all around you, I think. No, 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 oh, no. Is that what they call it now? <laughs> no, actually, uh, what happened is that um, there are... Okay, this is... When you have lots of kids, there are activities you do with certain kids. Right, and then we have twin boys who need attention, and there's no way we're going to take them down to the remembrance parade. So um, I, it was my turn to 
look after all the other kids while my wife went to the remembrance parade with my daughter. And plus, yeah, you know so. what? It was her grandfather that was in the war, so she should go to the Remembrance Day Parade. Yeah, she should. I, I've been four years in a row now. <laughs> so I, I, And, you know, when the boys are older and they're not going to scream and shout and run around the cenotaph and start put, plucking the flowers out of the cenotaph, we will take them too. Um, don't worry about it. Please don't send hate mail. Yeah, we uh, we went with the whole family, and my two and a half uh, year old, I had him in his uh, in the in a stroller for a while because he got pooped for from walking, and so he decided, to, you know, I want to sit down for a while. And kids are really they pick up on stuff. Like it was really quiet, you know, during the thing, and some some guy was talking, and then music played, and then some marching guys did some you know maneuvers, and then some other guy spoke, and music played, whatever. And there's a a dad on my left with a kid in a in a stroller, and a, and a mom on my right with a kid in a stroller, and um, kid on the left decides he's going to start kicking his winter boots against the footrest that's made of hard plastic, and it was banging, making a whole racket. The kid on the other side of us, he sees that and thinks that's a great idea. I'm going to do that. <laughs> so I look at my son. I said, "Whoa, what's he going to do?" He looks at the kid to the right. He puts his index finger up to his mouth and he goes, "Shh." Oh, I love that. Oh, nice. And I was like, I, I just had to give him a hug, you know, yeah. because <laughs> that was great. He, he, he got it, you know. And the other kid was so shocked. And the dad next to me starts killing himself laughing. <laughs> I, hope, I hope his allowance went up this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And that's good. So I finally good found job. I finally found the <laughs> Did I buy you enough time there? You bought me quite a lot of time. I finally found a link, not the best one, but a link to the Montreal office of Google. I'm putting in the show notes now. Um, and basically what they have is a lot of open space. It's very lofty looking. They have, um, exercise balls like I'm sitting on, uh, very primary colors is what I was trying to say earlier. Very Google colors, I guess, too. Um, they just happen to be just for last colors too. There you go. So, uh, foosball tables, um, the door to the entrance is, is basically starts off G O O and then a whole bunch of O's in the glass windows and then oogle at the end. Those are Hudson Bay pillows. Yeah, they got those too. Yeah. Um, they have uh, metro signs everywhere. Uh, foosball, there's a Pac-Man in there. Um, for some reason, they got building blocks. I don't know. Um, cereals, lots of s- cereals, stuff you can eat, lots of stuff. Um, it's what you'd expect a Montreal loft to look like if it was made out of Legos. And they got one room, which is basically just uh, Mario. <laughs> Mario all over the walls. Dude, she's wearing blue Converse. Is that bad? No. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if you're getting a Woody there. Or I don't know if you're getting nah, a, nah, nah. a Capric all over the mic. <laughs> I couldn't focus in that kind of environment. <laughs> really? Oh, my oh it's too many colors. Oh, my God. You'd be distracted? Very. I'd have fun. I think I would have a lot of fun in an office like that. I'd, I'd go insane. Really? I don't yeah. know. I kind of wish my office is, is, is yellow and blue and ugly. Gray. <laughs> and ugly. But, I, you know, the only thing making that makes my office fun is the fact that I have a 24-inch monitor, which can be any color I want. <laughs> I like that the conference rooms are named after C++ keywords. <laughs> only you would pick up on that. <laughs> so, you know, this is a, it's, it's, I don't know. There's, there's some better pictures of it out, out there. I'm sure this is an old article, too. I'm sure they've done some better stuff. But uh, so... 
the Google has has a tendency of doing that, having some fun stuff. And apparently, from what I hear, the Ubisoft office is nothing like that. Well, I've actually visited that office. Oh, really? And it's um, gorgeous office. Yeah, it's up on Saint Laurent, the old garment district, right near where all the good bagels are, Mm -hmm. and uh, like near Saint Vieter and all that. And from the outside, it looks very much like an old factory, something or other. And you walk inside, very modern, but you have exposed brick on the inside as well. So it, it brings some of the old out. And you walk inside, and they got a very modern turnstile to let make sure only one person gets in at a time uh, with you know a badge and everything. And you get inside, and it's a series of uh, flea market table style, uh, you know, and you have a, a one or two people per table with two or three computers with xboxes that are ripped open on the side with wires coming out going into backs of computers and it's just a spaghetti of wires and a bunch of guys with like torn jeans and you know sandals <laughs> Typical. yeah but not really actually it's kind of like kind of like plateau programmers like no these no, are no, guys- no i wouldn't just i wouldn't just qualify plateau cover i think the you could you would more qualify them as being uh typical gamer programmers no no, no? they are Okay. And what I mean by plateau programmers, and I mean this in the nicest way. Okay, now is, <laughs> backtrack, backtrack. No, no. <laughs> the plateau is known for having a, whole, a lot of artsy people, Very much so. people, and, and a university crowd. Software, software gaming companies hire kids straight out of school. They work them hard for five years. They pay them well because they pay overtime. And then these kids leave, and they, 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 they can basically write their own ticket in other gaming companies afterwards or start their own thing or, or, or go on to other things. But they don't last very long, typically, except for the managers that were there early on or the real stars that get picked out and sort of they build up around. And the people they have in there aren't the typical geek developer that's the awkward guy. They have a, a, a good uh, mix of English and French people. They have a good mix of creative artsy people, not just the algorithm nerdy type or, you know. The, well, I know, so I, know, not, I know they hired a lot of, of, pro, of uh, programmers from Morocco uh, for uh, Prince of Persia and Assassin's Creed. And they did that on purpose because they wanted as much Arab feel to it as possible, um, yeah. which is actually quite interesting. It, 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 I mean, Montreal has a pretty strong... Uh, Moroccan community to begin with, so it, it didn't have to go very far to, to get that. Besides, they're all French-speaking too, so it helps. But, you know, they, they went for that on purpose. And the whole sandals and torn jean thing isn't this, uh, a, a comment on them being slobs or anything. It's really just they're comfortable hipsters. and that's how they're comfortable. They're more hipsters, whereas there's the type that have like the black shoes and the white socks or, you know what I mean, they, they dress in, in the wrong shirt with the wrong yeah, but those, like, those, those, those programmers are, are business programmers. You know, you're your typical uh, guys who, 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 who build, uh, you know, uh, SAP backbones. Those are your, 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 your black shoes, white socks. You know, your, uh, if anybody's ever seen the TV show, the British TV show called The IT Crowd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, IT. Hello, IT. Have you tried turning it off and then back on again? Uh, <laughs> there's a guy in there called Moss, and that is your typical, you know, uh, your typical SQL uh, or typical database administrative type of programmer. And 
you know, yeah, he's definitely not your, your, okay, uh, I need some inspiration. Let's go smoke a, smoke a joint and then I'll program 14,000 lines of, of gaming code. Uh, so there, there's a difference between those, I think those two different cultures of programming for sure. I don't think you'll find, you'll find many, many of those gamers, uh, who will look like Moss. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think they're also more social, right? I think the, the people I saw there when I went are typically people that will wor- work hard, play hard, do like happy hour sign cassettes. They'll do, all, you know, that type of thing. They're not sort of just the, you know what? I got a box of pizza. I'm good at my desk. Go away types. And I've worked, I've worked with both, right? Yeah, and so have I. And they're they're equally good. It's just they're different, right? You have so. to manage them differently, and that and that's what I saw at that Ubisoft office. Um, I can't speak for EA. Uh, I don't know if EA are more uh, jeans and polos. I couldn't say, but because uh, they work down at the bottom of McGill College, right, the base of kind of uh, where Warner Brothers is PVM. set up, right? Uh, I don't know where Warner Brothers is, but PVM, uh, basement, uh, base of Placeville Marie, they're okay. right off of where that fountain is on the. Um, east side of pvm and i often see a lot of them go in but they're wearing ea shirt uh, jackets or sweaters and stuff but they didn't i didn't get that same feel as you got from ub but again ub is a french owned company from france so again they bring a different corporate culture in as opposed to an american company what's that they have naps <laughs> they work 35 hour weeks and give eight, eight, eight weeks of vacation a year. But again, there's also probably a different corporate culture and a different um you know vision that they have as how a company is run. So, I think that all plays into the types of people you hire also. So, I'm I'm looking up Google Maps right now and it says Warner Brothers are actually on in Saint Laurent. I had thought they had set up next to uh Cine uh, Cine de, uh you know that um the new cinema park in uh, right by the um, the bridges, so basically the where the big movie studios are. I thought what, that Mel's. What's that? The, the, the techno park. Yeah. Well, you know that near Mel's. Well, not the techno park. It's the it's the it's the uh, off the Bonaventure. Yeah, Is off the, the Bonaventure. I thought they had set uh-huh. up there, but I mean that could be their studio studio. But apparently they're on they're on Cavendish in, in Saint Laurent. So that that could there's be. nothing on Cavendish in Saint Laurent. That's probably just an office. Well, it says Warner Brothers Canada. So I don't know what that. Yeah, it's probably just the mailing office. Oh, okay. So many Cavendish. That's where the IKEA is, and then on the other side, there's like condos and stuff. Yeah. So I. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. I don't know what what's going on with that one. I that, uh, but I have. A, I always I always thought they were down by the uh, the, the cinema park, um, okay. where the all the, the big cinema studios are. So, and they they are very much apparently there was a, uh, some news about that about Warner Brothers actually this week that they are not going to invest one of their big titles into Montreal. They're going to try to get the Montreal programmers into building iPad and iPhone games. And they reckon, Warner Brothers reckons, this is the future of gaming is in the iPad and the iPhone. Which I think that will kill Steph uh, to hear stuff like that. Because we haven't heard from him in a while, so he might be dead already. No, I'm back. I went to raid my kids' uh, chocolate. (laughs) What do we got? Well, it's, uh, no, it's done. I, oh, I ate it already. Great, thanks. So, coffee crisp, Kit Kat. Yeah, coffee. I know you can't get you can't you can't uh, live without a, a four or five coffee crisps a day in, in October. <laughs> Sven's a coffee crisp freak. Uh, from the age of like I think seven, you were eating co- you were, had coffee crisps. Yep. I, I I don't remember a day in high school where you didn't have one coffee crisp. Where I didn't have one chocolate bar. You mean? Or mostly was well, coffee crisp. You'd have multiple chocolate mostly. bars. <laughs> 
multiple chocolate bars. Coffee crisp, crunchy. You know, and it, it made me laugh. Crispy crunch. We we had a lot of of, of sweets as, as as kids. We never drank, which is another thing that was kind of funny. We weren't drinkers, but we could easily sp- sp- blow like seven or eight dollars on candy and then watch yeah. a, watch a bunch of movies. Um, and I don't remember either any of us having an acne issue. <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay, is, like do we have to dispel this old myth again? Were we special or something? Jeez. <laughs> what did you have a? Did, were you a candy freak as well, uh, Ben? Yeah. Okay, was Steve candy freak? Uh, I'd have to say yeah. Were you a beer freak too, or not so much? Okay. I think juju bees. Juju bees. Oh yeah. I don't. You know, we had a big um, sour. Uh, the sour babies. You know those little. Yeah, sour... I was just gonna say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sour peaches and the. Uh, I I couldn't stop eating them until my tongue was numb. Tarts and tinies. Yes. Sweet yes. tarts. Sweet tarts. Yeah. And, and peanut M and M's. I could go for a four or five pound bag of peanut M and M's. I I, I, I know somebody who had some, but you know he didn't bring it. Yeah, I could like share it with us. You had to give it some programmers stage. at work who didn't even appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should. I, I, I'd like to take the opportunity to apologize to our uh, regular listeners for this rat hole uh, <laughs> of a show we're going down this week. Because <laughs> <laughs> why? Because you haven't plugged. You haven't plugged any of your any of any of your regular uh, swag list. You haven't had a big shout out to anybody at Rogers or Griffin Tech yet. <laughs> and, we're done. <laughs> and we're done. And we're done. Episode 30, The Rat Hole. There you go. <laughs> There's our title. Oh, dear. Uh, no, it's good to take some reflection on on, uh, on, on it is. And it's, it's fun. I mean, you know what? I've, 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 I, I, I kind of said this last week. And people think I'm into some kind of big love fest whenever I have a, a, a scotch when I do a podcast. But it, the last 30 shows have been, have been fun. And I listened to the first one over again. And I, I couldn't believe how we sounded. Um, and and just for a treat, I'll play a little little bit of it later. Uh, <laughs> you can all run away screaming, but uh, it's it's been fun. We've 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 had a lot of great discussions. We've had a, we've had a lot of fun. We've we've talked about some good some good topics, and uh, it, it's been a blast. I really enjoyed doing the the, the podcast uh, with you guys. It's been uh, it's been great. I kind of wish Eric was here to uh, to get some of the compliments as well, but uh, he'll have to get them uh, in the comments as he usually does. <laughs> We'll, we'll sew them in, in 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 various. We'll pepper them in various different. Well, when we uh, add the rawness, right? Exactly. <laughs> that was my favorite line <laughs> so far. Now with more rawness. Now with more rawness. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the show title right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, that was basically uh, you know. It, I just want to thank you guys for for being part of the show for the last couple of years and uh, three years or in three seasons and. Uh, Thank you guys for listening again. But uh, it's fun. We got uh, we got some more shows this year. We still got to get Andre Nantel on. Um, he is. Uh, quick, sorry, go on. Quick, quick question: Does that mean I can stop downloading the uh, podcast seventy times? <laughs> no, you cannot. You can never <laughs> stop doing that. <laughs> Actually, and it is is this does uh, uh, lend me that um, you know push me towards asking our listeners once again to go into itunes and and rate us and leave some comments in there as well if you want to put some comments on itunes and say how how much you enjoyed one show or how much you like it when we talk up mccoslin <laughs> or any of the other swag that <laughs> steve wants to get um and i have to point for, out for the uninitiated you can't uh, rate our show unless you've got an account yes that is true so if you i mean but if if you're if you're downloading on show on itunes you already have an account as well 
you don't well no you don't have to log in no when you but when you to subscribe to a podcast you have to have an itunes account yeah so therefore it's okay to leave comments because you already have an account we're not asking you to do something you're not already doing and having an itunes account is not worshiping the devil <laughs> it's a good thing you can listen on the website by the way as much as you like as well i don't mind and apparently it plays very well on an android phone and it, i've been paid to say that i agree with jay <laughs> <laughs> kidding there we go well done you know what the 30 years i've known him that's the first thing he's ever done like if i asked him <laughs> where's my check where's your check it's in the mail uh, some restrictions apply see site for details <laughs> <laughs> i knew that was coming <laughs> <laughs> thank you steve i hit my cues yes <laughs> yeah. and that's a wrap <laughs> anybody got any plans for the weekend hmm. nothing uh, so. no it's one of those you know basking periods right now eh? like halloween's over it's not american thanksgiving yet we can't drive to plattsburgh for the for the black sales uh are they still called black sales what are they called black monday sales what are they called black friday what is that big thing where everybody goes and, and uh, tries to storm it's, it's, a Walmart? It's Black Friday and it's um, is it is it what do you call it Internet Monday or something like that? Oh, or are they uh, yeah yeah or online Monday or whatever. Well, that's still a ways to go, right? Yeah, that's a third uh, weekend, end of November, third, third Thursday yeah. of November, right? Why, why is it a twenty seventh? Why is why is Thanksgiving on a Thursday in November? Because then we get to Friday off and then the Saturday Sunday. But only if you work for a good company, right? Like there's always what one guy who has to show up on a Friday and answer calls, right? No, uh, most most places will, most you know, if, <laughs> it's not all. If they don't give it to you, you people take it and it's they're calling yeah, sick or calling sick. Yeah, I have uh, I have tryptophan <laughs> tryptophan overdose. I have tryptophan yeah. overdose. I can't come to work today. Uh, boss, boss. Um, I don't know. My head hurts today. Uh, I think I'm going to stay home. About that TPS report, uh, we're going to need you to come in tomorrow. And uh, <laughs> Okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I just like the idea of Canadian Thanksgiving, which is like on a Monday. It, you know it's coming. It's not another day. So, it's not another day? Well, it's, not like, it's not another day of the week. Like, why would you have it on a Thursday? Why would you have it on a Thursday? Like, you know, why? I don't, I, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. That's the day they have it on. You want to do? They have it on. Yeah, okay. Last Thursday of the month. So. Okay. Well, I, you know. Anyway. So nobody's got any plans. Yeah. I got to rip out a whole uh, hardwood floor. You're so. ripping out hardwood floor. Yeah. I have to rip it out. Isn't that what people pay a lot of money to put in? Yeah. Why are you ripping and it out? Because the boss said I had to. <laughs> there can only there be go. one uh, project manager. That's right. Exactly. So what are you replacing it with? Please don't say nothing. Coffee. Hardwood. Right now. Nothing right now. What's wrong? Is there something wrong it, with the floor? No, no, no. We're well. Part of it is warped, so some of it's ah. going to have to go. But we're uh, we're repartitioning the uh, the rooms all around there. So I got to rip everything out. So to you lay down the. Uh, that wood? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You can stack it in my wood uh, rack. <laughs> no, shut up. No. <laughs> no, I'll build my own. Yeah. I'll send you the plans. <laughs> <laughs> They're available. You know what? We need to make those available. And do you, do you, did you use CAD for that, Steve? No. Uh, my license key ran out. There is a CAD license for Mac now. There is, yeah. Um, I'll get that right after I pay for CS5. Okay. Yeah. 
like anybody has. Uh, <laughs> did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. No, but uh, anyway, so you, you, we should get those online, really, just be, so people can see how insane. Because that picture doesn't do it justice, really. Um, it was taken with a 3GS, after all. Uh, <laughs> oh, slam. Oh, ouch. No, ouch. <laughs> but, uh, no, but we do need to get those plans online so other people can. We can call it the Magoo, you know, the Magoo of racks. Uh, yeah. So. so call it the Raku. No, no it doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, I don't like the sound of that. No, no, no. no. Okay. It's one of those things that you can't take back. It's, you know, it's out there. Stefan, I heard you got a big raid plan for Friday. Yes, I too. How'd you know about that? I don't know. Your guild is, is keeping me in touch. I got to, guys, I got to coordinate your time with the guild. It's how it's going down these days. So. Guild? Yeah, Steph's in a guild. Did we not, did we not mention this a couple shows ago? He's actually I'm the best, joined I'm in a the guild. Best guild on the Undermine server, uh, Fists of Rage. What, what, Fists of Rage? Yes. Okay, it wasn't as bad as that quest you're doing tonight. What was that quest called? Uh, to all the squirrels I've left before. Yeah. And, uh, okay, that's just crap. <laughs> that could make for a good song. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so you the, were, only, the only people who could get away with singing that were dead. <laughs> so we should we should we should be a big shout out to the to the Fists of Rage Guild. Hopefully, we're not uh, we're not egging on the ire of other ra- guilds in the in the WoWcast world. Uh, I don't know. Uh, if they exist, <laughs> I don't like. I really don't know anything about Huawei. So, um, if if you're in the Guild of Fists of Rage and you listen to this show, big shout out to you guys. Live strong in, in your guild and your raid on Friday night. Go forth. You're sinking, JF. Go, You're go, sinking. Go forth and mine gold. I don't know. What do you say? What do you say to somebody who's going on a guild on a raid guild on a guild raid? I don't know. What do you? What do you? Who are you? Who are you raiding? <clears throat> we're trying to go after the, uh, the well it depends on on what you're doing used right to be now, in so. college in panties but anyway <laughs> <laughs> panty raids <laughs> oh i got a pair of big ones no so. it depends there's there's a whole bunch of different dungeons out there uh actually last night so you're not uh, raiding another guild no 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 you're just going there's to not a, dungeon a feminine trying- guild somewhere with some nice panties made out of gold you need yeah, I'm gonna hint, I'm gonna have to show you what the game is all about. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. For those of you who actually uh, listen to hope to get some information on WoW, the game is about uh, Sorry, guys Alistair. trying to raid women's schools <laughs> and trying to find women that they. No, can that love. was Revenge of the Nerds. I'm pretty oh, sure sorry. that was Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> no, I think one it's, and uh, two. <laughs> I think in to quote uh, George Bush, I think it's so that uh, OBGs and women can share their love. Oh, oh, that's just wrong. <laughs> he said it, man. Okay, so no way. You're making this up. No, he said it. He says oh, he goes. Uh, he goes. Women uh, should be women should be allowed to share their love with their OBGYN. <laughs> it's like, oh man. Oh wow. That's just wrong on so many different levels. So, who are you raiding on Friday night? I'm not sure yet. We're probably going to go. I don't know if it's going to be Ice Crown. Ice Crown. That's a dungeon. Ice Crown Citadel is a, oh, a Citadel. dungeon. Sorry, I'm sorry. And that's where the ultimate bad guy up to now in the Wrath of the Lich King, the Lich King himself, right. that's where he resides. The Lich King. Yes. So, not- so he's a boss, right? He's a badass, yes. Yeah. All right. A, a Lich is a werewolf, is that it? No, he took some sword or he took some power from a bad guy and now he's just the ultimate bad guy and he's uh, he, he did it to protect his land and he went crazy and now he's uh, the ultimate bad as, guy. As power will do. So he's a real estate speculator who decided <laughs> to... Um, who used to work for WorldCom and then run. <laughs> then then run. <laughs> See, I, I, thought, I thought he was a kin that held all the other kins together. So he was a lynchkin. 
But uh, no, not the Lich King. <laughs> King, King, not Kin. Yeah, never mind. There's a there's a bad joke in there somewhere. Yeah, there is. Uh, anyway. Actually, there's about seven or eight thousand bad jokes in this show. <laughs> but okay, so and what do you get out of if you beat this guy? Do you get some magic sword? Like you get a Vorbal sword? You can get some spe- some special loot. So whether it's weapons or armor, trinkets, rings, trinkets. Uh, swag. Oh, I love my trinkets. <laughs> what about swag? <laughs> I don't know if you get swag. Any Griffin tech? Really cool any Griffin tech in the pool? Is there any Griffin maybe, tech in there? <laughs> maybe you can get some swing. Um. <laughs> oh dear! I'm sorry, Steve. That was too easy. <laughs> Uh, but notes and stuff like that, and a lot of the time, and lo- one of the other things you can do is justice points. Um, justice which basically points. Permit- yes, they're basically points, or it's like currency that you can trade in to purchase higher end equipment. Higher end equipment. Yes. Okay. So you. So can, that's like you gold. Spec out your yes. It's like <laughs> it's not a gold, but it's it's points or currency that you can only trade with specific. This people is more like real life than anything else. Gear. You can either have credit, yes. you can have cash, you can have COD. You can have- <laughs> you know, all these different we can we can give you some kind of like dividends if you want in the end it's very complicated this thing it is and that's why i love it okay are there any pirate servers that don't charge 19 dollars a month that we could uh use you can try for 10 you can try it for 10 days for free yeah but 10 days what's that gonna get that's gonna get our ass kicked by every other 10 other days i don't even world. have enough time to get dehydrated and die <laughs> what, what, what good is that 10 days is enough to have to be called a noob and everybody's going to shaft you on the first night. Yeah, yeah, that, pretty much. I don't okay. want I don't want, I don't want a verbal source stuck up with it. You don't want a PVP server. You don't go to PVP server cuz yes, you will get killed. What do we know, yes, you will what do we know PVP? What's PVP? Player versus, player versus player? Yes. Oh wow, I actually knew something. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually quite impressed by that. Okay, so you don't go there. So so you get 10 days, you run around collect gold for a guy like you. Yeah, that sounds yes. like fun. I'm, I'm Steve. You know, you uh, clear, clear, clear the boards this weekend. <laughs> We're gonna go mine gold. Do, uh, <laughs> do they have a um, a uh, cow level in uh, World of Warcraft? A what like, level? A cow level in Diablo. When you went from one, like when you play the game to completion, and then you went from beginner to intermediate or whatever, and then you restarted the game, you can go to the town. And if you had all the gems, you can use that box of transmogrification or whatever and then change all that and open a portal in the town that would bring you to the secret cow level. Cow. Yeah, it was just transmutation, yes. C-O-W. Yep. Like, like right. a heifer. Yeah, yeah. And, and basically there was the cow king and a whole bunch of cows. And it was hilarious <laughs> because the ca- some were demon cows. And, and they were just walking around here. Moo. Moo. <laughs> Moo, and, and they're the worst. Like there were, there were guys just saying moo. They weren't actually even cow noises. And then when you'd kill them, you'd hear moo. <laughs> and anyways, you'd get some killer loot on it. But it was just funny because you're fighting cows. That that, right? that kind of reminds me of of uh, Earthworm Jim. Uh, that would also have like a you'd, you'd throw you basically be, you had a, you you had a suit, you had an earthworm that found this great suit, and you'd basically be running through these these platform levels, and every once in a while, someone would chuck a cow at you. Uh, it was just moo. That reminded me of that. Oh, it's a Monty Python thing. Yeah, kind so of. Have, you, have you done Quah, that? Fish of Quah! Get the uh, cow! Uh, 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 yes, very Monty Python. 
I told him we already had one. No, your mother is an hamster and your father smells of elderberries. I fart in your general direction. I blow my nose at you. Now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we're all geeks. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> So did you actually do that level, Steve? Or oh yeah, many or did times you just over. hear about it? <laughs> you did it. You no, did no, it, was, it. it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right. I didn't it know. Was, I didn't know you were uh, you were you were Diablo uh, Mega Man. I played Diablo uh, two end to end. I don't know four or five times. Created new characters. Got my wife into it. She played it end to end. Created a second character. Uh, it was good times. Wow. I mean, I've, I, don't I, have, think, uh, I, could, I don't think I can get my wife near that game. I, I did. I did uh, Baldur's Gate on the uh, on the P- PlayStation Two, and uh, I played a lot with my with my my brother-in-law in England. And <laughs> it got to the point where you were so good at you were so good at and you know where everything was, anyways. That uh, we would basically get rid of all of the armor whatsoever, and uh, we'd pick like the rogue or whatever, and she'd be this like this hot chick, and she'd be standing in her underwear, and we'd basically <laughs> just try to run through the dungeon the dungeons with like one sword. And try to get as far as we could without getting our, our, our butts kicked uh, galore, um, basically without any armor, and see how far we lasted. It was a good times. <laughs> so I guess everybody has their uh, their game they play over and over again. Yeah, I really like Diablo 2. Um, a buddy of mine tried to get me into Diablo 1, and I looked at it and I was like, you know what, now that I played 2, there's no way I'm going to try to play 1 again. And we've just been edgy to get... Um, you want three. Diablo three? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of want three as well. I, I, after I, after I, I, you should try t- uh, Torchlight, Steve. Really, you really should. Um, uh, it's not. It's not a bad game. It's, it's, it's pretty good. It's very Diablo esque. Uh, and and after playing that again, it, it kind of got my my, uh, my my juices flowing for Diablo three because there is a way to load Diablo two on the on the Mac on the Intel Max, but it's a lot of configuration. It's not pretty. Um, I just virtualize it. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> That's a lot of work. <laughs> well, you just need a Windows Virtual and you install it. No, no, but there is there is a D, there is actually a, a a Mac version of it, which is really good. I just you know you'd Diablo have Diablo two. Yeah, but you have to you you have to virtualize uh, pretty much uh, a Jaguar or something. Oh, or you have to you know. Well, I would just rather virtualize Windows XP. Yeah, I guess you could do that too. That, that sounds a lot simpler, actually. <laughs> they probably even have a wine bottle for it. For anybody who doesn't, that's Windows emulation bottles. Uh, that's what they call them when you have a program that's been wrapped up in a wine layer. It's a bottle. It's a great name. Ah, I lost everyone again, haven't I? Okay. <laughs> do you do you hear the do you hear the birds? Uh, I hear the crickets. I yeah, I thought that was in your WoW game. No. Okay. No, so we're rolling. Not- <laughs> Should we get this thing started or what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotta hit record, would you? Oh, damn. I knew I forgot to do something tonight. Yeah, all this time. I can't. So when are we starting to talk about the match? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not bad, eh? We almost did an entire show, and what do we talk about? Warner Brothers for iPhone, and that's it. It ends to paper. Yeah, but that's on everything. Right. You oh. can use it on a PC if you want to. Yeah, but you know, speaking of the Mac, my wife and I joke a lot that when Diablo three does come out, that it'll actually cost us sixty dollars plus a thousand because we're we're probably going to have to buy a second Mac <laughs> so that we can both play it. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So no, not wow. Diablo no. three. <laughs> I don't think you were listening, Jeff. 
<laughs> get it right. Get your games right. <laughs> I was just I was just impressed that he's gonna game with his wife more than anything else. That's amazing. My wife, she sees a game yeah. and she goes, Oh, I got a headache. He st- he stopped that he stopped that game. He says, Okay, I'm not gonna win at this game, so maybe I have a chance with this no. one. So we were playing a racing game, right? And she got car sick. And uh, so it's like, you know, I'm not going there either. So uh, I'm, I'm quite happy just, you know, my, my little torchlight on my own. Now, we, uh, we play games sometimes, uh, t- like um, we played the Diablo 3, uh, but it wasn't really together. It was Diablo more 3. like your turn, my turn. Diablo 2. Uh, Diablo 2, right. I mean. You know, so you play for a couple hours and I'll play a couple hours. And a few times we tried to play online together, but the second machine we had was really lame and it just didn't work out so well. But um, we also get some games like um, <clears throat> like we had Voodoo Vince on the Xbox, which is just a silly, fun game that you can play, right? The um, it's, it's this little voodoo doll that the way he inflicts damage on his enemies is by hurting himself. Right, so nice. you know, stabbing himself or throwing himself through a propeller or something, and it, it inflicts damage, and he reincarnates. And it's just funny and and, and light. And we also have uh, little big planet that we like to sometimes every now and about? again. Yeah, the little puppet there. Yeah, and it's a fun yeah. game, just jumping around, and and sometimes the kids will watch, and they're like, you know what, the music's fun, it's colorful, uh, and it's just bouncing and easy, and I don't know. It, so some some of those games we play, but we you know. We tried once to play uh, Rainbow Six together, and that just—it was just that's not too much, though. That's, you really got to get into it's it. It's not what she, it's not what she wanted to play. You know what I mean? Like uh, she tried it and she said, "You know what? It's too much. It's too intense to," um, and it wasn't her cup of tea, anyways. But she likes like uh, like Need for Speed type games oh, as really? well. Not because she likes car racing, but just because it's a type of game that you don't have to learn to use 19 <laughs> buttons in order to be good at. You, you can just go out there and have fun. It doesn't matter if you crash into the rails because I'm horrible at those racing games anyways. So we go out there, we just hit the pedal to the metal, and we just crash a lot, and we just have fun doing it. Uh, but we don't play often, but that's the type of types of games we do play when we uh when we play on in the PlayStation or So is, that's on PlayStation 3, right? The Little Big Planet? Little Big Plants on PlayStation 3 and all the other games that we used to play was when we had more time when we had the Xbox uh, back when we were uh, – we had less kids. Enfants. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I'm think, trying to think about it. The last time we played, we played was probably the Wii. Uh, we probably did uh, the, Wii, the Wii Play where you're racing cows. And uh, there's a cow racing game. There's like a we're back to cows yeah, again. It's, just, it's a theme. Uh, <laughs> you know, we used to go out in the fields and tip them. <laughs> you never tip the cow. I can guarantee it. <laughs> oh, I have. oh yeah, it's too freaking heavy. <laughs> you a bunch of drunken fools. What okay. do you think? Alone, I can't. But with a bunch yeah, of guys, I guess you yeah, could. I guess you could. <laughs> so um, was, I always thought that was a big urban myth. Yeah, oh, you're gonna tip some cows. Yeah, all they know is it's, it's a way to get your shoes full of crap. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, no, we played, like, uh, the Wii Play games and, like, the Wii Sports games. That, that's pretty much the only kind of games we can, we can, we can do. Um, she never got into any of the... The PS2 games really gave her uh, trouble. She didn't really get into any of them. But, uh, but I, I remember, like, when we, were, when we were a little younger, Sans Enfants as well, uh, Steph and I used to play uh, Diablo, 2, uh, Diablo 1 online. Uh, I was in England and he was on in, 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 uh, in, uh, yes. in, in Canada here. And we were we were were we on fifty six k modems? No, I was on high speed. At you were on time. high speed. Okay, I think I had an ISDN line or something at the time or something like that. I wasn't on a very fast connection at all. 
but we played it was it was good fun we had a lot of fun it was amazing because we were able to, to chat at the same time yeah yeah and we had the we had the voice connection right we had that was it TeamSpeak or something like that going on yeah i think yeah, so it was pretty cool it was pretty cool actually so yeah i uh i played a lot of um uh what's it called uh rainbow six online with people we met a bunch of guys uh there's a scottish guy a buddy of mine used to go on together actually there were four of us that would go go on uh but typically it was always the same two and the other two would come in and out depending on the sunday night and we got to know a bunch of good pretty cool guys out in scotland and and whatever and, and every now and again we'd and i think at one point we even gilded up but uh Otherwise, we played a uh, bunch of friends of mine. We actually played um, one of those golf games. I don't know, PGA Links or whatever. Oh, really? It was one of the few. Yeah, we saw golf at the time and whatever. So it was a good, fun way to okay. pass the time. Uh, and, and you can chat and stuff at the same time. But we also, all the same guys that did that, all got into Diablo 2. Yeah. And that was a lot easier to, uh, you know. But there's always the one guy who doesn't put as much time in it as the others. Yeah, that would be and, me. And <laughs> That'd be the guy with four kids, right? Is that what you're saying? Uh, or, or, yeah, or just the lazy one. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, anyways, uh, you know, so you're a bunch of level 25s or, or whatever, and there's this one level 12 guy who's running around and just Getting like, his butt kicked. oh, we got to go back to town and pick him up again and find his body. Yeah, whatever. Claim his body. You know, guard against looting. Sven, you uh, you can't they, they can't loot your body, eh? In uh, in uh, World of Warcraft, when you die, but you do have to go. Ser- it depends. You have to go searching for it aimlessly, right? No, no, no. It tell, well, you've got a map that tells you where your body is. Oh, that's a bit less fun. So you, you you can always go back. Um, <laughs> you, and you don't lose all your. You stuff. never lose no. your stuff. Okay. No. So it's not like Diablo Two, oh where you're basically God. in a link cloth running across the universe. A lot of people, a lot of people hated that about uh, Diablo. You you would die, and they say basically, and sometimes it wasn't even like the guy, the guy you're playing with would kill you, and they would steal all your gear. It was that's really annoying. Yeah, that's that's one of the well, Blizzard. You know, that was one of the things I guess they they learned. They said, you know what, we're not going to do that because people are not going to enjoy the game. And my buddy, when he told me about the game, said they better not be doing this because I wouldn't. I did not enjoy that from uh, Diablo. Uh, I remember one one game, one time Steph and I were playing, and uh, I, th- I think we'd run through the dungeon like seven hundred times or something like that. And he goes, "This is boring. We should invite somebody else." So the guy, so he invites somebody else. Uh, the guy kills us both, and we lost all our gear. That pissed me off. I was like, "What the hell is that going on, Sven? Don't talk to strangers. This is very, very. Didn't your mother ever tell you that? <laughs> anyway, we can never find that guy again." Yeah, but uh, but you guys kept backups of your characters, right? You can't back up a character. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. On Diablo, yeah, you sure could, you could. You could. You could. Yeah. Well, just yeah. so you know, I got uh, I got hacked on my WoW maybe a month ago. Did I tell you guys this? Basically, the somebody found I don't know, and you know they're saying, "Oh, did you share your password with anybody?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I normally do." Yeah, and my bank pin also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you so 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 you got hacked. They stole all your gear. And they they did steal all my gear. They stole the most exp- the most you know worthwhile gear, and they transferred all my gold to somebody else. Okay. Um, the good thing is Blizzard was able to give it back to me and give me my stuff back. To, so, you know, there's only a certain amount of stuff or turns that we can do this. And I'm like, okay, great. Can you tell? <laughs> I sent them an email. Thank you very much. I said, can you tell me who the who the, my gold and my stuff was traded to? Because I want to know who it was. Yeah, they wouldn't let you do that. They wouldn't tell you. They they never they never got back. To and me. and now you have like a it's like a, a like a corporate access key that you use to access your WoW account. Is that is that what I remember? Correct. It's like a secure. It's like a secure ID. 
It's a digi. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah, it's it's a digi passport as well. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just thought that was incredibly funny, sir. You're, you're, uh, we really, really worship and welcome your customs. So we're going to send you this uh, this key that allow you to uh, always make sure that it's you that's logging into, the, into hey, your account. You laugh, but man, I haven't been hacked. No, I mean it's great, but it's just and you you don't pay. We really appreciate the nine hundred dollars you've given us so far. So here's a thirty dollar. On the game, we haven't updated uh, in two years. <laughs> Well, no, I had to buy the key, right? They didn't, they didn't pay for they it. They didn't even but, give you the uh, key? No. Uh, you paid pay postage on it too? Uh, yes. <laughs> so how much did that bring you back? 20 bucks. Okay, that's not so bad. Uh, to me, it was totally worth it's not it. not so bad, I guess. It's, it is kind of funny, though, that you've given them all that money on a game they haven't updated in two years. Uh, no, they've updated. Okay, well, they they, so, so, of course, they patched it with a talent tree thing. And then no, but they've patched they patch it every year. Uh, last year was the Wrath of the Lich King uh, expansion. I think the year before that was Burning Crusade. This year's Cataclysm. So okay, all right. They've been active. It's not like they've done nothing. Okay. So which 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 one of these updates is the one where they added the scroll uh, <laughs> quest? That was the first one. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I'm just trying to create a timeline. <laughs> for, you know, for so squirrels? Could, uh, <laughs> yeah. Just, to all the squirrels I love. Yeah, just figure out at what point should I jump into this, you know, and make sure. Just for your information, this quest specifically, you basically walk around around the world in Azeroth, and you walk up to little animals or critters, and you and you do a slash love. So you say, "I love you," you know, like a, a love a cow, love okay, this, a, a this crab. Is, this whatever. is not something you want to be admitting on the internet <laughs> ever. Part of a quest. That's Doesn't all matter. you do. You you you're walking up to squirrels in an imaginary world, and you're telling them that you love them. Uh, we remove seven man points from your... Uh, <laughs> uh, Jeff, I can just chime in for yeah, a minute there. Have you seen your avatar lately? Exactly. I don't want him walking up to me and telling me how much he loves me. <laughs> but we've, uh, well, you we've, obviously love it. <laughs> no, that... Okay, uh, history on the avatar, right? On the, on the, on the Johnny Canuck av- av- avatar. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> You're Guinness welcome. ran an advertising uh, and a black and white advertising commercial in um, in in Ireland and in England, uh, which is basically this guy who has a, a few pints and then just basically uh, n- slams his head down against the against the the table, I guess, in in drunken stupor. And through a knot hole in the table, he sees this this alter reality where there's a bunch of squirrels sitting around drinking Guinnesses. And that is where that squirrel is from. I did a, a freeze frame of that commercial. I thought that squirrel was so great because he was he was pouring it perfectly. It's so first of all, uh, cinematographically or whatever that word is that I can't pronounce right now was done so well that it was just amazing to watch. Visually appealing is is not the it doesn't even begin to describe it. So I you know I grabbed a screen capture of it and that's been my avatar for the last. Five five years, I guess. <laughs> so that's where that comes from. F, you rest your case. I like Guinness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stefan, Squirrel, don't there. ever tell me how much you love me. <laughs> I know we've known each other 30 don't, years, but that's going a bit too far. Don't worry. I will never walk up to you and say slash is there a is there is there a badge request? A badge request? A badger request. A badger <laughs> <No>. request. <laughs> badgers. Badgers. <laughs> we don't need no stinking badgers. <laughs> That was that yeah, was done. one more in a long line of bad that, jokes. That was, but that was done so emotion, unemotionally, so dry, so boring. Stephen, I really think you could have done that better. 
Let's roll. No, I think the delivery was perfect <laughs> on that one. <laughs> I, I was going for the uh, series. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. You're, you're, you're moody, intellectual. You're, you're, yeah. you're yeah. freestyling Hipster. again. <laughs> yeah, that's how I roll. <laughs> Yeah, I felt I almost I almost uh, thought you were honest there. <laughs> almost. Almost. So uh, so you got your big raid. Good luck, Steph. Hope you get a nice verbal sword out of it um, or whatever. Um, is there anything else we could be talking about? Anything else that's really coveted that that you should be we should be, you know, is there like a live long and prosper you say to wowers? No. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Live long and prosper to ours. You know, actually, you just are, tell them to come back into real life once like in a while. Go pee, uh, <laughs> breathe, uh, it, it, stop. There's and, a lot uh, of that. There's a lot of that. Stop, stop one, and one have a drink the, every once in a while. <laughs> when you start the game, there's tips that pop up, and one of them is, you know, uh, do everything in moderate, moderation, even World of Warcraft. Really? Oh, there, yeah. There's a, I know of some players who... Um, have given up basically their life for this. Well, uh, Pierre, Pierre, Luke heard, said, yeah. Pierre Luke said that he knew a guy who had passed away doing playing the game. So that's, that's passed away doing the yeah. game. I don't think he said he passed away. I think he said he's still he hasn't talked. No, to no, him. no. He said he said that there was a game who had died and he was like playing with him and the, and the guy had you know he's gone. He was. I, I think I we'll have to roll back the tape. Post <laughs> all in post. No, but I think I th- I'm I'm pretty sure that's what he said. I'll have to go back and listen again. But uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure that you we read stories about it all the time. About people, people dying playing playing games like this. Usually, they're somewhere in Korea, drinks uh, smacked up on Red Bulls. But <laughs> it's always it, it's always you, that. it's some 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 uh, internet cafe in Singapore or in uh, or whatever. And the guy's like, you know, the guy's been there for seven days. Like, how do you not leave an internet cafe for three or four days? Like, doesn't they like? It's great coffee. When the guy comes back, <laughs> it's great coffee. off his weekend nice. shift, like and you're still there, and you're still wearing the same clothes, and you stink like bloody murder. Doesn't it? Doesn't anybody just say, "Yo, dude, go away"? Like, doesn't that happen? Obviously not. It just blows my mind. That's why you play in moderation. You know, play a little bit here, play a little bit there. I'm actually surprised that there's a pop up that actually tells you to slow down. Oh, they have that know, on the Wii. They have that on the Wii. They, if, really? Yeah, if you you uh, if you bowl like seven straight frames, uh, you know they'll they'll say or not even seven, three or four frames, and they'll say, hey, you know what? Uh, go outside for a little bit. Yeah, mine doesn't say that. Mine says go buy another game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's in the firmware update I didn't get. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but that's one of the reasons I play games like Torchlight, like smaller games where I can I know I'll blow through it in a weekend. That way, I won't actually get divorced playing a game. You know, I'll, I'll sit there because I have that 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 thing that when I start a game, I have to finish it. Yeah, that's why I don't I don't pick up really really big games. I don't know what kind of gamer are you, Steve? Are you the kind of gamer who stops? Just one more level. Um, <laughs> that's me. I'm I'm the just one more level guy. <laughs> I'll start playing usually like you know ten o'clock, and sometimes I'll start I'll stop at eleven, and other times I've gone till two or three in the morning just because. I'm having fun, yeah. you yeah. know, but you know that at some point you got to get up for work and that was fun at some point in time. But now I know that if I did that, I would just be dragging the next day. Mm. So that's why I'm a little hesitant to rush out for Diablo three because I don't know how well I can monitor myself. I might have to create um, rules on the Mac, <laughs> you know, to <laughs> to shut down after three hours. Yeah. <laughs> I can call you. I can call you at midnight. Yeah, because you'll still be playing WoW. <laughs> Not That's every true. night. 
You'll see me on Skype that I'm still on and say, hey, go to bed. Well, isn't that what addicts are supposed to do? Band together and offer support? Add, addict some more? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the, it's the worst kind of addict possible. You got a problem? I got a problem. Good. Let's go raid a dungeon. Uh, Let's go raid a dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we'll see. I'm, I'm actually I, – I am looking forward to Diablo 3. I, I think I will probably uh, – I, you know, that's maybe something we could do, and that would be a, a way of making sure that we don't overdo it, is that we only play Diablo 3 with each other. Yeah, that, that could be a good thing to do, and it's not on the PlayStation 3, so it'll, it'll t- just take us like a minute to load up the game. <laughs> you won't have to wait 45-minute downloads. But, you know, it's like swimming. Friends don't let other friends play Diablo 3 alone. You don't, you don't let some of your friends swim alone. That's an urban legend. <laughs> uh, Hey, my uh, Facebook is suggesting that I help a friend, uh, Johnny LeCanuck, help him find his friends. Suggest a friend for him. Yeah. So <laughs> we created a, a Facebook account for the show, um, for the squirrel, basically, <laughs> for Steph's imaginary friend that he has to go and say how much he loves him. Uh, Stefan, why don't you do that? Why don't you log on to Facebook and slash love the Johnny LeCanuck character? Uh, that would be just hilarious. All the WoW gamers are going to think that's really great. You want me to tweet that to you? No, don't tweet that. So anyways, yeah, we created an account, and uh, it's basically there to post stuff on Empire Avenue, which is uh, pretty good. We've, we've, we broke $20, $20 shares on uh, the Two Fat Dads account. Uh, we're getting uh, quite a lot of, uh, of love off of that. So thank you for everybody who's buying and investing into the Empire Avenue. The uh, ticket is um, – the because the, it's, t- it's basically a, a mock – Empire Avenue, for anybody who doesn't know, is a mock uh, stock market uh, where you trade in social media experts. <laughs> so you go on and you post, you know, like, okay, you set up your character or, or your person uh, as, as you are and you say, okay, I am this guy. This is my Twitter account. This is my Facebook account. These are my blogs. Uh, this is my Flickr account. This is what I do on YouTube. And it'll basically take what you submit and what you do as a um social media light mediaite i guess and then basically it'll reflect in your in your in your ticker price i guess in in your in your stock price and then it when people trade in you people can buy in in stocks in you and you can buy stocks in them and you can upgrade your share value and you can do all kinds of stuff it ends up becoming a little uh, a little bit of a, of, of a funny game. You get a little bit addicted to every morning. You want to go in and you check how your stock's doing and whatnot. Um, and and we got kind of been playing the game a little bit on the two fat dads. In dads. collaboration with Foursquares. So yeah, you can I, actually. I don't think it does Foursquare. That's probably the only social network it doesn't integrate into. Uh, but it is actually pretty cool. So uh, we we've been getting a lot of love on the on on the two fat dads dot com uh, ticker. As you know, um, and and that's great. Thank you everybody for buying shares in us and for um, I guess clicking on on our on our dadcast links in there too so we've been getting some some links through from empire avenue that's great my uh ticket price is uh my ticker symbol i should say is canuck uh, c-a-n-u-c-k and i'm up to 30 something dollars which is something i never thought i'd see because time to short them uh probably if I understood what that meant, I would do that. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm the worst person eh, to, to like dabble in stocks because I have no idea what I'm doing. Where's Eric? Yeah, exactly. Um, and Eric's actually is going up in value too. He's got a uh, – it's not so great. Uh, everybody should also uh, try to invest into Schultz. It's C-H – uh, it basically took the letter out. So it's S-C-H-L-T-Z. And he's up to $17. So it's not bad. Um so there you go. 
Um, and, uh, you know, so just been having a bit of fun with that. I don't know where that came from. I don't know what that rat hole went into, but... Uh, a deeper rat hole. It was, it was, we went to somewhere with that one somehow. We're into recursive rat holes, I think, <laughs> right about now. So that, that, was, that would be... Uh, I don't know where, why Amp Avenue came out of, but anyway, so basically anybody who's bought shares of me, thank you very much. That's my little, uh, my little game I've been playing these days. Um, Steve, have you been reading any books? Have you finished your PMP yet? No, I'm writing that in two weeks. Writing that in two weeks. You're still studying hard on the PMP. Okay. Yeah, I'm going skydiving on Tuesday. Skydiving on Tuesday? Are you yeah. freaking nuts? No, I'm I'm doing the thing with the fan underneath, and you're in that silo, oh, and God. it pushes you up. Ah, okay. Where's that? Yeah. Where's that? Uh, in Laval at the uh, Centropolis. They have Centropolis. this place called Sky Venture. Central. Is that next to the Cafu? Uh, yeah, it's where the movie theater and all the, the, Cosmo, the, uh, the Cosmodome is there? Yeah, yeah exactly. that's right. Right across from that. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we're having an end of project party. That's neat. I know it's, it's not bad. I'm, I, 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 because you know what? I flew planes. Like I didn't like they're not they weren't my planes, and I wasn't the pilot. But I flew. I, I did some glider flying, and I did some Cessna flying, and I did some some flying when I was when I was a teenager through the cadets. And after being in a, in a plane that uh, even a Cessna, which doesn't have a very very big engine, there is never a good reason to jump out of a perfectly good plane. <laughs> like I don't understand the the fascination with skydiving at all. Um, so. You know, but I think I could probably do that. That you know, on a fan yeah. thing. That I think that that might be pretty cool because it's that sense of of weightlessness, I guess, right? Yeah, well, that's it. You're that, and I think like uh, wind being pushed at you at about 120 miles an hour. But yeah, an air um, enema afterwards or something, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we chose to have supper after that, as opposed to having supper first. <laughs> I think I think we made the right call. Probably, probably yeah. smart. But um, you know, it's funny. She says, "Oh, you're gonna need tracksuit or shorts and a t-shirt or something." And um, if you've had a heart condition, uh, you know, named all kinds of things, or if you've had a dislocated shoulder ever, um, think about it. Like, wow, how violent is well, this it's, thing? That it's, if you- it's you're pulling some serious G's. Um, I mean, I, I remember from just actually, you're not. Well, no, it, the simulation of pull, pulling forward series G's, right? Because you're going down. I mean, it's it, they're, they're thrusting the air at you as if you were falling, right? But you're not. That's the thing is you're not accelerating. You're just floating. Right, so there's but, no G's. But the, but the, but, but the, the air being – Physics, hello. Okay. The <laughs> air being thrust at you is hitting you at certain G. No, at a certain speed. Which will simulate the effect of – Which simulates no G's right? because there's no acceleration. You're being held in place. By air rushing at you. It's not the same thing. You're not actually falling. You're just being buffeted. That's right. <laughs> okay. So so when you're falling, you're probably hitting air at the same speed as the air being pushed at you. But you're also, your body is under the influence of, of gravity. Of gravity. And you're accelerating through because of the force of gravity is pulling you through and you're accelerating on. This is keeping you at a steady height, but you're getting hit by that same amount of wind that was normal. Well, maybe a bit more actually to keep you floating. But uh, I think, you know, it's one of these things where you probably want to keep keep your eyes behind glasses and your mouth shut. Well, open (laughs) open your mouth and you can do that, 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 uh, that, uh, Jeremy Clarkson thing when he's driving the, um, uh, I can't remember what car it was, but it was a tiny little, little British thing and it had, uh, basically no frame around it whatsoever. And he's, he's taking around the, 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 the test track in, in the, the airport over in where they do the, 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 the top gear show. And basically all you see is you see his, his cheeks is going and he's like flapping in the wind and he's like, you know, they're all inflating and they're getting thrown across all over. Well, we have an option 
to buying the movie of us doing the jump after oh, we got to put that so on I'm YouTube. <laughs> I, 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 maybe I'll buy it. I don't know. But anyways, I must probably end up. I'm a sucker for that stuff. But um, but now you're talking about Top Gear. It reminds me of, did you ever see the, the video of the guy who took the Veyron out uh, and took it to uh, 400 kilometers an hour? On, on the oval, on the special oval, right? No, they actually had to go to um, to East Germany. Because uh, back in the, it's the only track that has a long enough straightaway. Yeah, it's it, but it's also, I mean, it, it, it wasn't the one that was banked at one it's point. It's a Volkswagen yeah, test track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's a few miles long, and it's and it's got like this incredible banking where, you know, it's just like because uh, you're going at some insane speed on that thing. The guy was, uh, you know, you have to watch. It's on. It's on. Uh, it's on YouTube. On YouTube. But it's also on the BBC he's, he's, website, which you can download even if you're in Canada and in the states. Oh, okay. so they make it available to but you. Any, any, it's incredible. Like he's he's rattling stuff off, like that. There, it's using more gas per second than something else. He says, you know, we're only going to have so many more minutes of gas to do this, but it doesn't matter because the tires will blow up in less time. <laughs> and you know, it's just it's the wildest ride. And you're thinking, there's no way a car can go that fast. And the guy's saying, well, it took the first. 800 uh sorry no the first 200 horsepower to get up to like i don't know like 280 or something like that and he says it takes the remaining 800 because it's a thousand horsepower car the remaining 800 horsepower to give me that extra 120 i need to get to 407 or whatever because apparently and, uh, they have to it's, it's the like, air right the air at, at certain speed is so heavy that they can't process it properly or something like that so they need even more horsepower just to ca- capture all that air or something he, he explains the physics of it on the on the show and it's just while he's driving, <laughs> it's completely <laughs> mind blowing. I can't remember if it was yeah. Captain Slow or not who did that that thing as well. So, uh, Cap- uh, one of the um, one of the presenters is notorious for being the worst driver in the world. So they call him Captain Slow because he's the only guy who can like you know never ever push a Ferrari and stuff like that. So. No, it's the guy who um, it's the big guy with the curly so, hair. Jeremy Clarkson. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So good. Yeah, he is. He's actually a very good driver. Um, and, and and a hilarious, hilarious person. And he writes in, um, I believe he still writes an article for the Times of London and the Sun. And they're completely, one of them's a very much of a uh, gutter article. And the other one's very much of a, um, just I'm going to be a complete jerk article. <laughs> a Pratt, yeah, very much of a Pratt. He is, a, he is a, you know, all, all kinds of stuff like that, so. Anyways, it's good. It's good to see that. We'll put some notes to those those two videos, I guess, in the show notes as well. A lot, a lot of links in the show notes tonight. Um, uh, but I want to talk about a book I've started listening to on Audible, and you can get your free book if you go to twofatdads.com forward slash Audible and sign up for a gold plan. You get one free book. It's yours to keep for life, even if you choose not to continue with Audible. That's not a problem either. So what I am reading these days um, is the Graveyard Book. It's another one of Neil Gaiman's books. So it's about um, this, uh, and I don't want to give too much of it away. Um, so it's about this little boy who is uh, he's an un- uh, he's an unusual boy who inhabits an unusual place. Uh, he's the only living thing in a graveyard, uh, raised uh, from basically his infancy by ghosts, werewolves, and other cemetery uh, denizens, and and basically the story goes on in this incredible uh, tale and lots of uh, it's just typical Neil Gaiman craziness now everybody knows neil game is the guy who uh, who wrote Coraline and also did uh some of the marvel comics and uh i'm, I'm right in that one DC aren't I? comics sorry dc, DC comics, comics. Sandman. sorry sandman comics so uh very no, sandman story, sandman story was amazing yeah. 
Very awesome uh, author. Uh, he reads the book. He does the voices. Uh, he's fantastic. So uh, download that book. It's The Graveyard Book, uh, Neil Gaiman. Good book to read. So that's about all the time we have for uh, this weekend. Uh, Ben's going to rip up some floors. Uh, Staff's going to try not to uh, to die in the guild. Uh, Steve's probably going to stack some more wood. I don't know what he's going to do. And I am uh, going to three ring at games this weekend because <laughs> that is what my life is right now. And we will catch you guys next week uh, or the week after uh, for show 31 and soon a uh, show with Andre Nantel where we'll be discussing. Well, we're not going to talk about yeast again, are we? <laughs> probably yeast. <laughs> Probably strata, Stratomatic Baseball and... Yeah, we've, we probably just lost him as a guest now. He says, one more time that you sing and I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? He hasn't drank in a while, so maybe he drank and then had some... I don't know. Um, and then uh, also probably Dungeons and Dragons, I guess. Uh, or we'll talk about Diablo 3. I know he's a big gamer, Andre, so it could be another big gaming issue. Uh, he's playing that new Vegas game right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know what that's like. I have, yeah, to, I have to go figure out what that is. Fallout Okay, I have to go figure it out. I'm, well, there I go. I'm going to go figure out that it's tonight, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, I can't speak. Can't I can't speak. Scotch. I want more. I can't handle it anymore. Touche plus Scotch. Uh, okay. Catch you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.